0: You found Health Dose, a conversational podcast that talks about issues that affect your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Today, we offer you tips to keep you on track with your New Year's resolution. Judy Powers is a fitness specialist, and Jordan Fernandez is a wellness coach at MidMichigan Health. Health Dose asked Judy Powers, why do we make New Year's resolutions?
1: Well, the point is, we want to make changes. We don't think we're perfect enough. We want to make a difference. And it's been around for a long time. The Romans did it. They made a resolution at the beginning of their year to their gods. The Jewish people do it. Every time they go from young, um, Rosh Hashanah to John Kippur, they make that resolution.
0: There's something about the new year that gives us a chance to start fresh again. Yes. and And I'm going to live this year differently than I did before. And it's always about losing weight, exercise, stopping smoking, Yep, those are the three big ones. Are we being realistic in our choices? I think the choices
1: are realistic, but the way they set up to do it, they make too grandiose. I'm going to go cold turkey with quitting smoking. I'm going to lose 100 pounds in three weeks. Okay, now that's being ridiculous. I'm going to run the marathon in four months. No, that's not going to work. And that's where we see the fallback. But we'll talk about ways in which you can increase the effectiveness of your New Year's resolutions. But people have been doing it for ages. And there was one study done in England where they saw 3,000 subjects, 88% of them said that they were going to make that New Year's resolution. 88% of them of the 3,000 failed. It's hard to change. It really is. And we're seeing that people typically set unrealistic goals. They don't track their progress. Sometimes they even forget what their goal was.
0: So what are the key components to coming up with a successful New Year's resolution? What can we do to increase our chances of actually living up to our own expectations?
2: Well, there's a couple different tips and things that you can do. So one is the power of pen and paper. Write down your vision. Actually take the time to create it, explore it, edit it, See what makes you thrive. And then from there, you can even just do like a vision journal, which is actually kind of cool. So you can kind of map your journey. But from your vision, you can break that down into what everyone's kind of heard the acronym SMART goals. So specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. But I like to add an extra S to the end. Uh So you get your SMARTs. And that's significance. Why is this significant to you? What value does it hold to you? What meaning does it hold to you? And with that, you can focus on that goal, choosing the right goal that resonates to you, and make it a nice, simple, clear, effective goal. One thing I really, and one useful tool I really like, is the use, when you're wanting to create a vision, the use of your future self, writing you a thank-you note for what you have done to get you to that point.
0: Oh, that's pressure.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, for mm-hmm. example, what, what brings meaning? I get to be, get down on the floor with my grandchildren and play with them, and I can get back up. Mm-hmm. That might not be something that's feasible today, but in five years, one year, just by making those action steps, you're going to write that thank-you letter back to yourself.
0: Yeah, so, but if I put it in writing uh, to my future self, that's the most pressure you can put on me. Yes, uh-huh. and that's probably part of the the whole strategy.
2: It is part of the strategy. Just just getting getting that action plan started. It doesn't. You don't have to go out and run a marathon that day. But if you can just like even getting up off your chair, sitting is the new smoking. So getting up ten minutes a day, you can make that that future self very happy.
0: Yeah, if sitting is the new smoking. This year, I've cut back to one pack a day.
2: Um, Excellent. <laughs> Yay.
0: <laughs> well, for me, it's little things like not choosing the closest parking space to the door. Yes. Taking exactly. a few other extra steps.
2: Yes. Those simple things all add up at the end of the day.
0: So, what are some strategies to stay on track with your resolution?
1: Some strategies to stay on track with your resolution is to track it literally, somehow to record. How did I do today? What we're seeing more and more in the fitness industry is people are using FitBits, they're using all sorts of technology, um, smartwatches, watches, um, some activity tracker to, to log in with technology. Some of those um, aspects are not appropriate for the <clears throat> older population, but even keeping a journal as Jordan had mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And writing that letter to your future self, if you give yourself ways to stay accountable with that on a regular basis, documenting either on your daily planner, your calendar, did I keep my goal for the day? Did I meet that need? Either by walking that 5,000 steps, the goal would be 10, but walking that 5,000 steps, check it off. Maybe I took the time to plan my next vacation. Right. Check it off. Also, along with that uh, tracking is you find an accountability partner, an accountability mechanism, either with a, a wellness coach, a personal trainer, a buddy who you can track together. Right now we're running a buff program, Buddy Up for Fitness <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds cutesy, but we've done it for the last seven or eight years. People are now putting their money where their mouth is. Coworkers are getting together as teams of threes and fours. They put up $20, and they have an accountability buddy, and by the end of 12 weeks, they're going to test to see if they've met their goal. Right. The ones who do meet their goal get to keep their money. The ones who don't get to donate it to a cause.
0: You, t- you mentioned technology, and, mm-hmm. and while sometimes I find it annoying when I hear other people talking about their steps, how many steps they got, I find myself checking my steps every day, wow. a couple of times a day. Yes. Even giving some thought to, you're walking 10% more than you did last week. Oh, good for me. But, yes. But the technology is really quite a astor- astounding.
1: Yes, And we're seeing more and more people looking at not just pedometers, but their smartphone that can track their Fitbit. We've had little challenges even in our neighborhood, and some of the gals admitted to, at the end of the day, they're at 9,500. So they stand up and walk in place while they're watching TV. Hello. That's a change.
0: Right, right. Although you shouldn't put your Fitbit on your dog's collar and send them running.
1: Around <sighs> the house. That's yeah, nice. We've heard of that, too. <laughs> also, Jerry, did you do that? No, wait a minute.
0: You know, I, I had my blood pressure on a slip of paper uh, from my doctor's office tacked to my bulletin board. For over a year. That was several years ago. Now, I've got a device at home where I can take my own blood pressure and it syncs with my phone and I can watch the graph go up and down. Excellent. It's amazing how it goes down on the weekend. I'm just saying. Yes. Mm-hmm. What would down on su- the weekend. What would you suggest to someone who keeps making the same resolution year after year?
2: Year after year. So basically, your self-belief that you're going to achieve it is going to be low. So then use the tool of reflection. All right. What... Happened last year that I did not achieve this goal. So a lot of it is you are very motivated that month of January. Come February, some illnesses are around. You might get ill. Once you're ill, you don't want to go to the gym. And then it's the trickle effect. You kind of give up on your goal. Mm -hmm. Have a buddy system in place. Have that accountability. Use technology to get back on track. Um, And the other big thing is the utilization of the 10-minute rule. Everyone has 10 minutes in the day to do something for themselves. If you don't, then maybe that's your New Year's resolution to find, <laughs> to find 10, 10 minutes. minutes a day for <laughs> you. Right. And so with that, you can kind of, re- you know, even taking that 10 minutes to reflect back on your vision and what your goal and what your sense of purpose of why you want to achieve this is. But even if you are busy, you're stressed, your kids have practiced this, isn't that, watch your kids practice for a little bit. But get up and walk for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, go to bed 10 minutes early and work on some breath work. Decompress the stress <sighs> for the day. Just those little things can add up and help you achieve your goals. They might seem simple and minute at the time, but overall it tends to bring out the bigger picture. Right.
0: So if somebody's talking about fitness specifically sure, um, and they happen to have a sedentary kind of job, and don't really enjoy a lot of exercise, and maybe is middle-aged. I'm not going to mention any names specifically. None, none. But what can we do to get started? What, what's your tips as a, a, a fitness coach to get started with something?
1: That's a good question. And um, the first thing is to find out what gets you excited. What have you done in the past that you enjoyed? Are you a golfer? Are you interested in doing more dancing? Those types of activities that might be something for the future, start now. Start with some range of motion activities from a chair, stretching from your chair. Of course, I'm a yoga instructor, so I love to stretch. Or while you're waiting in between patients coming in to answer the phone, maybe stand up and do a couple (coughs) chair squats. Yeah, you're going to stand up and sit down but not touch the chair. Stand up and sit down. You know, a sit-to-stand kind of thing. Or lean over your desk, do a plank, and a couple push-ups. Or next time you have to park your car, park it in the furthest spot of the parking lot. Coming up here today, I saw that parking right in front of the door, and I said, I can't do that. (laughs) And I drove a little further away and parked my car.
0: How do we deal then with failure to keep up our resolutions? What's your best advice for for dealing with having to lower your expectations
2: it's not necessarily lowering your expectations it's more about the simplifying what you want to achieve so you know don't give up on yourself don't be you know have these really ambitious goals just really focus on breaking it down into small measurable achievable steps once you start achieving these little milestones you tend to build your own confidence in what you want to achieve. So as you start focusing on the future, just kind of, like I said before, reflect back, see what you can do, but just don't give up. Each Live each and every day to your fullest.
1: One life, live well. The
2: other part, too, is immediate rewards. Instead of
1: ma- setting a goal so that your reward is so far in the distance, have an immediate reward like you're doing. You're looking at your Fitbit and going, how many steps have I taken so far today? You're checking in with yourself. A quick reward that's intrinsic, that's important to you. Just to make a small step, keeping it up on a daily basis.
0: That is MidMichigan Health Wellness Coach Jordan Fernandez and Fitness Specialist Judy Powers. If you have health concerns, the best place to start is your primary care provider. If you need help finding a primary care provider, go to midmichigan.org slash doctors. And for more tips on how to keep your New Year's resolutions related to diet and exercise, a good place to go is midmichigan.org slash healthyeating. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Check back again soon for another episode of Health Dose.